Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. If you haven't listened yet, Broker to Broker dives into the nitty gritty of the mortgage business by interviewing independent brokers and loan originators just like me. Hope you enjoy the show. What do you get when you choose Flagstar as your lender? You get more options for your borrowers with Flagstar's expansive product set, including a physician's loan and new construction options. You get a hands-on experience account team and direct access to sales support and underwriting. You also get a monthly webinars featuring national speakers addressing today's market needs. You get the strength and stability of a $124 billion bank. What do you get when you choose Flagstar? You get a partner that's committed to the broker space and has been for 35 years. Get connected today by logging into AIM member portal at brokersarebetter.com. Welcome back everyone to a another edition of the Broker to Broker podcast. My name is Mark Summers. I am the president of membership over here at AIM, uh, along with I have my own broker shop in Michigan called Priority Mortgage Lending. Uh, very, very excited today because I actually have one of, basically one of my neighbors on today. Um, I've known her for a long time. She's doing great things. Uh, it, it, when I say expectations, not that I really had any expectations, but when she went out on her own, she's exceeding everything I mean, she's just doing great. Let's just say that with everything she's doing. So today I'm going to be interviewing. I want to welcome the broker owner of Align Lending, Samantha Shelton. Sam, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. And and I know a lot of people, I think it's like 98% of people listen to this podcast, even though just so everyone knows, we do video it and we put it on wherever, YouTube and all that good stuff. She has the coolest background. <laughs> tell, tell me about that background. It's cool. Yeah my neighbor she's wonderful she made this for me so it was a great little opening my brokerage gift and i cherish it it stays with me every day well for people that aren't going to go on and watch which is absolutely fine it's more about the listening side of things it's this cool woodworking thing and it's her low when it says line lending you can tell that whoever did it knew what they were doing so enough about your woodworking here we're going to get started on you because you are doing great things uh, especially in my area i don't consider it a threat i'm really excited really happy for you but at the same time give us your background tell us how you got started in, in this business we all love yeah um so it's actually kind of interesting um i was a stay-at-home mom for 10 years and my husband has been in this industry for about 20 years and honestly i just kind of got sick of going to events and pushing babies in strollers and not being able to be part of that conversation. We would have friends come over. They want to buy second homes. And it seemed like the conversation was always around like, oh, I have someone that I can refer to you. And I was like, why am I not doing this? Like I should do this. So originally I started out just to be a resource to my friends and family. Um, I started at a bank. There are the bank was great, not tons of support. And I, I quickly did realize the difference between a, the retail and the wholesale side. Um, I was uh, being, you know, shopped and I was seeing that like my costs and my rates were significantly different than brokers that I knew. So I buckled down, I went, I took my test at the very beginning of COVID. It was terrible. I had to drive to Ohio because Michigan was shut down, um, but I was dedicated. I was going to get it done. Um, and then I had the pleasure of working for you at Priority Mortgage Lending. And it was really great for me because at that point I was able to be something other than myself. I was part of a team. We would have meetings. I got to see what that interaction was like. And I knew immediately that that's what I wanted to do. That's that's awesome. Yeah. So so the funny thing about, about Sam and I was, you know, she was upfront and honest with me, just so everyone knows. And I think that more people have to be like this. Uh, it was never, hey, I want to work for you forever. It was, 
she flat out told me she wanted to own her own shop. And I literally had zero issues with that. I'm like, yeah, come on, let's try it six months, a year. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm easy going as it comes. And the one thing that I think I, I gave her a little shock about was how we can be as creative as we want being brokers. We can do whatever we want. She, she kept asking me certain questions like, well, no, I mean, like you got to do it this way, right? I'm like, you can do it any way you want. You're, you're your own business, even as, as a loan officer underneath me. Um, and I don't even think, I think you got that right away. I mean, how long were you with me? Six months, maybe? Yeah, I think it was like eight months, maybe. Okay. Um, but it was very different, right? When working for the bank, it was very um, in the box. You could only do things that they allowed, um, which is okay. LOs that work for banks, that's okay. Um, but like you say, being my own person and being able to market myself the way that I wanted to market myself was a big key piece. Yeah. And, and by the way, everyone, she's doing a phenomenal job of it. If you uh, are not friends with her on Facebook, she's one of the most giving people out there. Go check out, see what she's doing. She's growing her team. She's doing a great job. And she's doing one thing that I know she does very well because I've met quite a few of her loan officers and she gives great support. With that being said, what support systems do you use to, to ensure that your team has success? Yeah. And, and honestly, this is a big one, right? Because coming from, you know, there's so many different um, businesses out there that offer different types of services and um, being a loan officer for me, I was a stay at home mom. So when I started off, I kind of was like pushed into the deep end and I just had to figure out how to swim. Um, so I knew that coming on and joining your team and having that team atmosphere was something that I really found beneficial. So the biggest piece for my team is that we we do daily huddles. So we get on every morning, we have our daily huddles, we have one-on-ones every week, we do weekly role plays and using our resources, right? As a broker, we have so many resources available to us. So it's really locking in those, attending success tracks, using our new home listing tool, um, being able to find agents in our area, using MMI. So I do provide all of that to my loan officers each week to make sure that they're staying on track, that their goals are being met, that we're pushing ourselves to the next level instead of staying stagnant. That's awesome. So tell me, tell me about, uh, you know, I want to dive into this a little bit. Hopefully I'm not throwing too big of a curveball at you, but what are your, what are your daily team huddles like? Yeah. So it's kind of similar um, to just, you know, uh, getting in and talking about our goals. So we talk about the things that we did yesterday, um, the successes that we had, we know that celebrating even the small wins is important in this industry just because like it can be very defeating. Sometimes you can work, 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 work and feel like it's not paying off because a lot of people want that instant gratification. So we know like 30, 60, 90 days is when your work today is going to be put in. So staying focused and continuously putting in that work every day so that you do see the outpour later, because if you work and just do it for one week and then you take a week off, like it's probably not going to really translate to a whole lot. So we make sure that in the mornings we get on, we talk about the successes from yesterday, even struggles. Like I had a phone call and, you know, this was, you know, the roadblock that I ran into. How would you guys have answered this? So being able to just talk through things and setting ourselves up for the day. So everyone knows where each other stands. And then I also, um, because we are remote, I do leave my Zoom link open until about three o'clock every day. So people can hop in if they have questions or if they just had a tough phone call, they can hop back in and be like, Sam, help me. Like, oh, that's you know, cool. Yeah, it didn't go exactly how I thought. And it's nothing for me because I'm already working. So I just keep that Zoom open to keep that line of communication. And 
sometimes we have five or six people in there at one time. So it, it's cool to just have that, you know, back and forth. It's kind of like being in an office surrounded by people, but we're remote. I never thought about that. Just leaving your Zoom link open yeah, yeah. the entire day. Yeah. That That's pretty cool. So it's just like, oh, I just had a shitty call. Yeah, I'm going to talk to Sam about this. Or yeah. I got cornered on a couple questions. I want to talk to Sam. There it's you it. go. It's great. That's awesome. So talk to me about your one-on-ones. Uh, did you say those are, did you say those are weekly or monthly? Yep, I do do a weekly one-on-one. Um, again, this is really to just keep people going to that next level. If you told me that, you know, by the end of the second quarter, you want to have X loans done, I want to be able to make sure that you're holding yourself accountable. It's not so much me holding you accountable. I'm just here as a partner to like support you and, and drive that success with you. So it's just really, we, you know, at the end of the year, everyone writes their goals for me for the next year. When new people come on, they write their goals for their first three, six, nine, and 12 months. Um, and then we just work through those goals. So each week and some weeks, so, you know, we get on and it's, it's quick and it's easy. And other weeks we get on and they're like, listen, like, I, you know, I want to hold a first time homebuyer class. Like, can you help me do this? So each week it's a little bit different. Um, some weeks are more inclusive and other ones are just, you know, just touching base. Yeah. You know, I'm, because uh, I see a lot of the stuff that you do and you host events and you do happy hours, you do stuff like this. What would you say is your most successful one? Oh, man. Honestly, they're all successful. Oh, good, good. Well, why? Why are they successful? They're all they're all for different purposes, right? So we might have like an agent event where we bring agents out, and it that is successful in the key portion of like we're getting in front of agents and realtors that we can connect with. And then there's you know like we're holding a community um, Easter egg hunt that's free. It has nothing to do with lending, just giving back to our community. Some kids might not even have an Easter and we want to make it available to all people to come out. And that's just getting your brand out there. So I think that there is a success in every event that you have. It just depends, you know, what avenue you're looking for. Are you looking to build relationships with agents? Are you looking to get your brand out there? Are you looking to just build the relationships you know that you already have make them stronger i think that every event plays its own key piece love it absolutely love it yeah because I, I see them all different you know like and what they're geared towards so that that's really cool now back to the support side do you have any systems in place that that you use whether it's technology or whatever the case may be to make sure that you know your 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 people are successful yeah uh we use salesforce um, Salesforce has been super awesome for us. What we did, um, is we, we dump all of our, you know, key people that we talk to agents that we're looking to get a hold of, um, build relationships with, if they've came to an event, have we held an open house with them? Have we done a deal with them? And everything is bucketed in there. So we can keep track. Um, we do make at least 75 dials a week. So each person on the team is required to make at least 75 dials out to agents every single week, which also helps build that relationship. So having the networking pieces really helps making the phone calls to build the relationships. Because when we call, we we always have something to talk about, whether it's a new program that's being rolled mm -hmm. out in a one-time close or, hey, you should bring your kids to this Easter egg hunt that we're having. There's just always something to build on because we know that, you know, asking an agent who does the same thing we do, right? They are out trying to get business. They're making phone calls. They're, you know, searching for leads. Um, asking them to give us their business 
and us not having an expectation of doing something back, I don't think is fair in this industry. We can't just sit here and expect them to just, you know, feed us business without giving some type of, you know, of effort back into their business. So Salesforce has been super key. We do use MMI. We use our free resources, our new home listing tool. Um, you know, we do open houses. I think that that is a big piece of the open house. Uh, everyone says that they should do it, but actually doing it is a, a, is a big thing in here right now. This market is, is very up and down and being able to connect with those agents for two hours or having people come in and being able to show them the value that you bring while you're there, I think is important. That's awesome. So, you know, you, you, you're doing this a ton in, in our local community. So what piece of advice would you give to a broker that has always just kind of, eh, I've done my business and it's fine, but they really now want to be, they want to be noticeable in their community. What advice would you give them on that? Yeah. So kind of similar to our Easter egg hunt, I would say, find something you're passionate about and execute it and execute it at the highest way possible. Like I know for you, for instance, you were a huge example for me and, and baseball teams and dance. And I would see your guys as like the team with all your shirts. And, and it's just so that that is just getting your brand out there. We know that your brand speaks highly of you, even when you aren't there. So getting out into your community, buying water bottles for the school, um, doing a local festival, free events like Easter egg hunts, like just making yourself very noticeable in your community. Um, it's, I, it's I business. I like what you said there. Your brands, what did you say? Your brand speaks about you even when you're not there. Oh, it's something that like, you know, there's, there's a couple slogans I always say, but your brand speaks highly of you even when you aren't there. So how you represent your brand is important because even when you aren't around, your brand is still there. People still have t-shirts or water bottles and, that brand recognition is important. Do you want them to look at that and be like, oh, I remember I took my kids to this Easter egg hunt or we did pictures with Santa and that recognition of like, oh, I need a loan. Oh, we went to this. You know, it's just like going backwards. Um, and so it is important to make sure that you're always representing yourself in a way that you would be proud of, even if you weren't around. Now, everyone listening, I want I, I want everyone to listen to this because, I mean, Sam went out on her own obviously gave her anything. I was like, whatever you need, Sam. And she really didn't take me up on that, which is not a bad thing, by the way. You you were motivated. You knew what you wanted to do. Um, and she went out and just did it. And, and I'm telling her she's doing it with flying colors. So there's a lot of people, we're getting an influx of retail coming over the broker world. They're finally getting away from that rhetoric of, you know, of everything bad they say about brokers. And they're realizing, wow, that was all a lie. But we have a lot of people starting up, whether they're starting up their own broker shop or whether they're just starting up in the broker world. What what's the biggest piece of advice you can give someone that's just out the gate? Like, I'm here. What's the what's the first thing that you can tell me? The first thing that I would say is develop a plan and, and make sure that you're executing it, whatever way that that would be. If you're like, I, you know, I want to be at four loans a month by month six. Like, how are you going to get there? What steps are you going to take? Um, how, many, how many relationships are you going to make? Like physically write out a plan. You, you can't just, I'm going to be a loan officer and just be successful. That's not how this is. You, we do work very hard. And I think that executing your plan is the biggest piece. Love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't write it down, it really, I, I don't care what anyone says. You can sit here and say, oh, I'm going to do this. 
But if you don't have it written down and you're not looking at it all the time, it usually never comes to fruition. Yeah. And it's just a constant reminder, right? It, it helps me stay focused. It helps my team stay focused. Why we have our one-on-ones um, is because like, it's very easy to get caught up in the daily. I'm a mom. I have a husband. I have dog and you know I get caught up in normal life too but if I don't have something to hold myself accountable because at the end of the day we all work for ourselves let's be honest you are on a team but you are driving your own business I'm not driving you know my team's business they drive their own business and I'm here as support and, and to offer a team structure um for what they might need but at the end of the day each person is accountable for what they're providing and value to their agents or to their clients. And so it's really keeps you going to know like, this is where I am and this is where I said I wanted to be. So what do I need to do to go from 10 agent relationships to 20 agent relationships? Like what steps does that look like? And that plan changes all the time. You're never gonna write, you know, your you know golden novel and it's gonna go perfect from beginning to end. You It, it takes structure and change. And as the market changes, your business changes. And so just having something laid out for you that you can constantly be reminded and follow up on your goals and hold yourself accountable. It really gets you to that finish line. That's perfect. All right. So you, you said it, you're, you're a mom, a mom of three, three. three. Yes. Yes. And, um, known you for a while. I know you're very busy. I see you at everything. Um, whether it's social media or at live events, whatever the case may be, but talk to me about your work ethic. Do you, focus on your work ethic or is it just like, what's your mindset when it comes to your work ethic? Cause I know you work extremely hard. Yeah. So I'm like kind of OCD about it. Um, consistency is super important to me just in life. I time block my days. It's how I'm able to get through things. Um, but I will be honest, like I'm on vacation and I'm in the pool and I'll get a notification that an application was complete and I will get out of the pool. Like that is the type of work ethic I have. I, I don't, I think that using a broker, the point of using a broker is that we're faster, easier, and cheaper. So the first piece of being faster, if I'm making somebody wait four, five, six hours, half a day, three days, what's the point of using a broker? I'm already, right. I'm already giving in to the I'm not faster. The point is, is like turning it out fast for you. It's obviously always easier, right? Because we want to make it as, as seamless as possible. That's the point of, of a broker and being able to use them is because we do a lot of that job for them. We, we make it easy for them to submit documents to us and we make it easy for them to submit a loan to us, right? Like if we make it very easy for them. So for me, work ethic is really just holding myself accountable to the standards that I hold my team to. I don't do anything that I don't ask my team to do. I do all of the same things. So just being on top of it, being consistent, executing when that comes through, that is my work ethic. Being honest is always a big piece. Everyone can say, oh, I'm a broker and I'm faster and I'm easier and I'm cheaper. But are you being honest? Are you holding yourself accountable? Are you, you know, really making it easy for your client? Perfect. That, that's all, that's all great stuff. I mean, it truly is, you know, and the one thing you said in there is just being honest. I literally got off a call with someone today and not to get into details because there's a lot of details, but it was just, yes, you need to go with that person. They're better. They're, they're better for this situation. Yeah. And I think people really appreciate that. Even though I don't like turning down business, no yeah. one does, but yeah. it was just, it was just that honesty thing. Nope. And, and, and then I always finish up those conversations with, 
you know what, go with that person for this situation. They're better. I can't touch it or it doesn't make sense. And, you know, I think they appreciate that and we'll come back to you again or refer yeah. people to you. Or refer. And that's the greatest compliment you can get as a repeat client or a referral is the greatest compliment you can get. And so I agree with what you're saying. Sometimes it's just being honest in the situation. Like if you can't beat something, it's like, don't put them in a worse situation, you know, let them know. Yep. Yep. What is, I, I know, I know you did a little pre-call here and, and there was, there was something that was brought up and I want to hear you on this one. What's the difference between action and execution for you? Yeah. Um, this is actually something that we're super passionate about um, because we do watch, you know, the UWM Wednesday meetings every, every week. Um, and they get up there and this is not new stuff, open houses and seminars and building relationships and cold calling. None of this is new, right? This is something that's been happening a long time, um, but it's really new for us to actually be implementing that into our business. And so the difference between, you know, action and execution for us is a lot of people have ideas. You can have all sorts of ideas, but if you don't execute them, the action doesn't mean anything. You can say that you want to have a first time homebuyer class and have all the great ideas, but if you show up empty handed and unprepared, how, what is that going to get you? Right. Um, same, you know, open houses. Like you can't just show up and expect the agent to be wowed by you. Like the action is I want to do this. The execution right. is what seals it up. I like that. I like that. So when you do the execution, like what do you think about to do something outside the box? So like the example you used right there is uh, we're, we went to the open house, right? I showed him I want the open house. What's, what's like one thing, because I know you, you just don't go to an open house. You're going to do something a little bit special. Give yeah. me something that you would do. Um, so well, first I supply everyone. We have a, something called an open house kit. So when you join our team, I make everyone a bag. So it's very even across the board. Anybody that you get from a line lending that shows up to your open house, we show up with the same stuff. We're going to show up with co-branded marketing. We're going to do, you know, our pricing scenarios. We're going to have camera flyers, but we bring actually a folder. So we have all this stuff out. We have our snacks and our goodies. Um, but we know that if somebody leaves with an open house with something tangible, like you're going to be in their passenger seat, you're going to be on their kitchen counter, you're going to be on the coffee table. Um, and so that incidental reminder of you and the agent that you're working with, we I've, I've had situations where somebody's called me four months after an open house that I went to, and now they're going to, they're, they want to start looking again and their pre-approval expired somewhere else. But they were just, you know, so impressed when they walked in of the knowledge that we brought so just being able to execute at a level that's the best, right? You want to have your pricing scenario in there so they have a good idea. You want to have your co-branded Canva. You want to have a business card. You want to have a pen, all of the things, right? So then when they walk away, they have something tangible to remember you. Love it. All right. So you you said something and then we'll kind of start to start to wind this down a little bit because um, I know you're extremely busy. Uh, but, you know, you, you said you hold your team members accountable. So how do you hold your aligned team members to the same levels that you have and the way you execute, the way you talk to uh, your loan officers, the way you talk to your clients? How do you how do you keep them accountable? Yeah. So a lot of that goes back into those weekly meetings that we have, those daily huddles. Um, you know, when you come on the expectation, right? Like I don't ask them to do anything that I'm not doing myself. Like something that I've said for a long time is I work when you work. I work all the time, right? I'm here with you. I'm in the game, whether you're an agent 
or you're in LO, like if you need me and it's 10 o'clock, call me, I'm here. Um, but they know going in, right? Salesforce is really great because it helps us stay consistent with our phone calls and reaching out and, and offering our value to them, whether it be an open house or a first time home buyer class or just conversation on the market, right? So we, we have that piece. Um, and then with those one-on-ones that we're doing, we do do a lot of role plays so that nobody feels like one person is selling it a different way than someone else. So just holding them accountable in the aspect of like, we need to be consistent. We need to make at least $75 a week, right? You need to have, you know, X amount of open houses. Like we will do like this month, like open house rush, right? Like, so how many open houses can you get? And there's an incentive for them to build those relationships and get out there and get open houses. So it's really just, you know, keeping everything similar across the board. That's great. That, I love it. And and everyone listening, she's she's doing a, a great job with this. Um, pretty much all my, I mean, all my guests I have here do a great job, but you know, I, I get to see it because I, I'm more like a proud papa in, in, <laughs> in this sense that you're doing, that you're doing so great. And I absolutely love it. Okay. So with that, I, I got I got one more question for you, and I got to think about how I'm going to word this. Oh no! It's, no, don't don't be scared. There's nothing to be scared about here. You've been on retail and you've been on the broker side. Yeah. Tell me in your eyes what's when when you started to become a broker and you did all this. What was the biggest advantage that you had? I mean, like the overall biggest advantage, not cheaper, faster. I mean, yeah. it could be, I guess, but like, what was your biggest advantage where you go? holy shit, I, I should have been doing this a long time ago. Oh, absolutely. And honestly, right, everyone's going to say the faster, easier, cheaper. But that really wasn't the biggest advantage. Yes, it's a great perk, right? It helps you sell a product a lot more. But for me, it was really being able to have that um, the support around me, having a team that I can always count on, right? Brokers, we want to see each other win. We aren't here to like take each other down. So it was really awesome for me to, you know, be able to rely on you for support or, you know, finding people that you look up to in the industry was really important for me at the beginning. My, you know, your Jamie Cavanaugh's, your Skylar Welch's, like following them, like, what are they doing? Like, how can I, how can I mimic what they're doing in their estate, in their industry to me? How can I do those things too? And that was the biggest piece for me is that like the broker channel really is a community of people where when I was in retail, it's like, yes, you, you have the people at the bank that you work with, but it isn't really like a support system. You just were kind of on your own in that aspect. And, you know, the biggest part of wholesale is having that support behind you, whether, you know, I, you know, have a question and I can call you or other, I've had other brokers reach out to me and, you know, how do I open a broker shop? And so just being able to have that support within the industry is super important. And that was the biggest piece for me. I am so glad you said that because you know, I go to uh, UWM pretty much every week and talk at Success Track. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it is for like, uh, I mean, there's always the experience side of things. And, but there's, when I speak to the, like the, the newer processors, the newer loan officers, I tell them one of two things. One, I'm sure they work for great broker shops, but there's going to be a point where you need a different kind of support. And that's what this community provides. I mean, it, it truly does. It provides that support. And the other thing, when we go from like, uh, when they have a class there retail to broker that's one of the biggest myths that is debunked is that those retail shops say we give you all the support you need and they really give none they 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 really do they don't give it i mean at least that's what i'm being told i've never been on the retail side i just hate the yeah. retail side 
It's just, <laughs> well, I will say like you have um, coworkers you can talk to, but there isn't a support. You know, one of the biggest pieces that I love about the Brokers Are Better Facebook group is that the amount of outpour that people give, like I have this scenario. I wouldn't, how, I would never be able to go in there and be like, I have this scenario. How do I make this work? Because you're stuck in that box. I can only offer what the bank offers. I can't shop around. I don't have other lenders that offer those non-QM products. So the support of, of having people to bounce ideas off of, to be able to call, to have, you know, weekly get togethers. I have people that I've met at success track that, you know, we meet up once a week on zoom just to talk about business. They're in other States and it's great to just have that support. That's great. Well, Sam, listen, you've been awesome today. I know you just got back from vacation. You probably got loads of work to do, but you know, that's the type of person she is. She takes time out of her day. Uh, to come join us and, and to help the whole community. So I just want to thank you for, for joining us today. Um, you're going to be hearing some bigger and better things from her. Uh, I told her uh, not too long ago, I want her to be become you know, a very, very prominent member uh, of, of this community. And she's, she's going to do great things for us. So thanks for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. No problem. So brokers, if you want to get caught up on all of our past podcast episodes, please head over to aimgroup.com backslash broker to broker. You can also listen to all of our broker to broker podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Google podcasts, anywhere you can download podcasts. Do me a favor, rate it, subscribe to it, leave a review. It helps us get the word out there and spreads the word that brokers are better. And Sam, you are definitely one of them. And just want to thank you again for joining us today. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right, everyone. Have a great day. We'll see you next week. Attention brokers, step up to the plate and knock it out of the park at the largest annual gathering of independent mortgage professionals in the country, AIM's sixth annual Fuse National Conference. Katie Sweeney, Matt Ishbia, Renee Rodriguez, Dale Vermillion, and Todd Duncan round out an all-star lineup of mortgage masters. Network with thousands of MVP wholesale mortgage professionals and the industry's top brass lenders and vendors. Gear up your team and your business with electrifying keynote speakers, hands-on summit sessions, major mortgage news, and historic announcements. Get the lowest price of the season and save $200. Get your tickets at aimgroup.com backslash events. That is aimgroup.com backslash events.